Well, good morning, Life Church. It's so great to see you this morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And it is so great to see you. And I pray, as Carl said, that you've been able to enjoy some sort of break over these past few weeks. And I know that the parents are looking forward to their refreshing break in a few weeks when the kids go back to school. So God bless you. But it really is great to see you. And it's great to be together worshiping this morning. You can't tell me that there isn't power when God's people come together and worship. There is nothing else like it. There is nothing else that stirs your faith and stirs your spirit the way that being with other believers does. So it's so great to be together this morning. And let me extend a welcome to those of you who might be new with us this morning or if this is your first time or you're visiting, welcome. It is so great to have you with us. This morning I wanna share on a topic that has been very dear to my faith over the past few months, over the past year, really. It's a thing that's been continuing to spur me on and continuing to challenge me and to grow me, and that is the person of the Holy Spirit. You know, as we get started into this new year, and the routine of life begins to kick in and the momentum of life and the year starts to build, we get busier, the calendar appointments start to pile up again. Many of us are back at work, school's about to start. You can feel the holidays slowly disappearing behind us and ordinary life starts to set back in. But you see, it's the Holy Spirit's work in our lives that makes our lives anything but ordinary. He takes our ordinary and makes it extraordinary. He takes our natural and breathes it into supernatural. The Holy Spirit is the one who sets us apart from the rest of the world. As Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians, the Holy Spirit is God's seal of ownership on us. The Spirit is the guarantee of things to come. So when you are a follower of Jesus, when you have placed your trust and your faith in Him and you become a new creation, the Holy Spirit comes and lives within you as God's guarantee that you are His child. And so as we begin this new year, as we look forward to 2023 with all that it will hold, with its ups and with its downs, I want us to look at the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because the reason this has been so dear to my heart is I am so thankful for the work of the Holy Spirit in my life over these past few years. And it's why I can look forward with expectation to a new year. It's why I can say, yet I will praise the Lord because no matter what might come my way, God's presence goes with me. And the Holy Spirit will equip me with everything that I need. You see, one of the things that I am constantly amazed by in regards to the Holy Spirit is Jesus told his disciples that it would be better for him to leave, better for him to return to heaven so they could be filled with the Holy Spirit. John chapters 14 to 16 are great chapters to read regarding this in regards to the Holy Spirit's work in our lives 
This is a portion of Jesus' final encouragements to his disciples before he's arrested and he's crucified. And he takes a good amount of time really hammering home the fact that as his followers, we are gonna receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit and all that it will mean for us. But read this here in John 16, verse seven. Very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Now, if I'm one of the disciples, I think it's at this moment I'm putting my hand up and going, I'm sorry, Jesus, what, what are you saying? Excuse me, Jesus, what are you meaning by that? Like, think about it. These disciples have just had the most incredible three years of their life. They've walked and talked with Jesus, the Son of God every day, the Messiah, the one who was promised, the one who Israel had been desperately waiting on. They've witnessed countless miracles. They've seen water turned into wine. They've seen lepers made clean. They've seen the blind receive their sight. They've seen deaf ears opened. They've seen the lame walk. They've seen the dead raised to life. They've seen Jesus walk on water and command the waves to be still. They've seen a small lunch feed a crowd of thousands twice. They've seen demons shudder in terror at the sound of his voice. And they've heard the greatest teachings in history firsthand and they've experienced a life-transforming love begin to enter their hearts. But now, Jesus, you're telling me that it's better that you go away. You who did all of that, it's better that you leave so I can receive the Holy Spirit. Here's what Jesus had to say about it if we skim read through those three chapters. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. His peace he gives us in 2023. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I have much more to say to you, more now than you can bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the father is mine. That is why I said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. You see, while Jesus was on earth, Though he was fully God, he was also fully man. He was human, meaning he was confined to one place at one time. While he was here, he was external to his disciples. They could see him, hear him, eat and share a meal with him. Now, however, through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is internal no longer confined to one place at one time. The advocate, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit lives within you, lives within me, lives within every Christ follower around this planet. 
giving each of us the power to fulfill what God has called us to do, equipping his people to continue the mission of seeing God's kingdom and his gospel expand to the ends of the earth. Jesus is telling us that the Holy Spirit is not just a nice tack on to our lives and our faiths. He is a vital component, so vital that he told his disciples not to do anything else after he left, but wait until the Holy Spirit had come on the day of Pentecost. And when the Holy Spirit came, 3,000 people were saved as the disciples were filled with the power and the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is the one who is working and operating in our lives today. The Spirit lives within us. He is our advocate and our comforter. But He isn't a tyrant. He doesn't push and shove His way into our lives. Although there are times when God has to get our attention in a dramatic way, but most of the time God prefers to gently tug on our hearts. And so one of our jobs as followers of Jesus is to continually give the Holy Spirit access to our lives. To allow Him to sift through the content of our hearts, to call attention to the areas that need working on and bring healing to the parts that are hurting. To keep it simple, the Holy Spirit needs access to our heads, our hearts, and our hands. And Jesus often described the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth. He said of himself that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And in John 16, 13, he says, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. So one of the roles of the Holy Spirit that he plays in our lives, and it's a role that I personally rely on constantly, is he is the one who reveals the truth to us. Primarily the truth about the character and nature of God, the truth and revelation of Christ in my life, but it's the Holy Spirit who also brings the truth of Scripture alive to me. It's the Holy Spirit who can take a verse that I've read a hundred times and bring fresh revelation and insight. And I pray that you do this when you read scripture. Don't just read the words. Ask the spirit to speak to you. Teach me, Lord. Correct me. Grow me. Reveal things to me. Encourage me through your word. The word of God is alive and active. The Holy Spirit makes it come alive in our hearts. And this is what I mean when I say the Holy Spirit needs access to our heads. He needs access to our minds, our thoughts, our internal dialogue. 90% of our battles are won or lost in the mind. And as we begin a new year, I'm sure you'll have seen this already, we will be bombarded with all sorts of different messages. At the moment, it's all the new year, new you messages. The New Year's resolutions, how this is gonna be your best year yet. This is your year to get in shape. This is your year to get your dream home. This is your year to eat healthy. This is your year. No, it's not my year. It's the Lord's year. If I make this year about me, I am in for a disappointing year. The world will throw so many different voices and opinions at us that we need the spirit of truth in us because Jesus promised he, he alone will be the one that leads us into all truth. 
Come on, we are living in times where we need the spirit of truth living within us. How's this for a contrast? One of the names Jesus gives the devil is the father of lies. He is the father of lies, but the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't let the enemy's lies wage war in your mind. Don't let the lies of the enemy discourage you this year. As Carla said, put an attitude in your heart and your mind that yet I will praise the Lord because the Spirit is the one who brings the truth of Christ alive in my mind. He is the one who reminds me of the teachings of Jesus and keeps my thoughts focused on what really matters. And I try and take a moment each day to allow the Holy Spirit access to my thoughts again. To simply say, Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. Help me to stay focused on the bigger picture. Help me to keep your perspective on what is in front of me. No matter what you face in your life, you have a great advantage. You have the spirit of truth leading you. You have the ability to ask the Lord, God, what is going on here? Please don't just go through life and accept whatever is thrown at you. You have access to the truth. The spirit of truth dwells within you. Ask him for wisdom. Ask him for discernment. Ask him, Lord, what would you have me do? Give me wisdom in this decision. Holy Spirit, make me an effective witness. Holy Spirit, what are you trying to teach me through this? I heard a preacher say recently at a conference, that one of the most destructive practices of our generation, talking about, talking about my generation, is that we value our own thoughts way too much. We value our own thoughts way too much. In 2023, I don't want my thoughts. I don't want my ideas. I don't want my plans. I don't want my broken thinking to be the thing that leads me and guides me. I don't want my sinful nature to be the thing that my life and my mind is built on. I want the spirit of truth, the advocate, the one who will lead me into all truth to be the one who guides me, the one who will remind me of the words of Jesus, the one whose job it is to glorify Christ to be the one who leads me. One of the primary job descriptions of the Holy Spirit is to glorify Jesus. You wanna live with Christ Christ at the center, you wanna make decisions that will glorify Jesus, allow the Holy Spirit to have a say because Jesus said, He will glorify me. That's how you know if a truth is a real truth or not because it will glorify Christ because He is the way, the truth, and the life. Throughout these three chapters, Jesus also describes the Holy Spirit as the advocate, which comes from the Greek word parakletos, or paraclete, which means helper, comforter, the one who draws alongside you. One of the things I appreciate about the Holy Spirit in my life is he's the one who comforts me. And he settles my heart on who I am. He's the spirit of truth and often my heart needs reminding of the truth of who I am in God. That I am a loved child of God and washed and set free and cleaned because of the cross. That I no longer stand condemned but I can now boldly approach the throne of grace. If you're anything like me, sometimes you find yourself forgetting that reality. And I need the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth to come and breathe that afresh again in my heart. Remind my heart of the truth of who God 
says that I am. When the lies of the enemy and my own self-doubt begin to set in, it's the spirit of truth who breaks through those lies. The comforter who picks me up when I'm down, when the enemy stands accusing me and condemning me and criticizing me, it's the advocate who steps in and advocates on my behalf and reminds me of the position and the authority that I now have because of Christ. Without the Holy Spirit, I think it'd be very easy for my heart to become hard. As life goes on and take a few knocks and bruises along the way, or something significant takes place that just sends you sideways, it'd be so easy for our hearts to harden and close off from other people. But the Spirit keeps our hearts soft. Because God loves people. All people, no matter what they've done or where they're from or who they are. And so the Holy Spirit keeps my heart soft towards the people that He loves. In fact, the Holy, uh, Paul the Apostle says in Galatians chapter five that the fruit of the Spirit, in other words, the natural byproduct of the Spirit's work in my heart is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When the Holy Spirit has regular access to your heart, these are the qualities that will flow from it. If I want to be a more loving person, I need more of the Holy Spirit in my life. If I want more joy, more peace, I need more of the Holy Spirit in my life. If I want to grow in those areas of love and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control, it's the Holy Spirit who will produce those in me as situations arise. So the Holy Spirit needs access to our heads, needs access to our hearts, but He also needs access to our hands. And everything that Jesus did with his disciples, he was training and equipping them to carry on the work that he started. Now calling is to partner with Jesus and seeing this world transformed. And in those three chapters in John, Jesus says in John 15 verse four, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. We all wanna make a difference for the kingdom. We all wanna make an impact where God has placed us. That's God's design, that's God's desire and will for our lives as well. But what Jesus reminds us is that fruit produced apart from Him will not last. We cannot bear effective fruit by ourselves. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who can take our ordinary works and turn them into spiritual fruit. Just as the young boy who presented Jesus with a small lunch of loaves and fish, Jesus took his small offering and fed a crowd of thousands. He took his natural offering and turned it into something supernatural. When we work in partnership with the Holy Spirit, when we allow God access to the work of our hands, He can take the things that seem mundane and boring, the things that you don't think will have any impact at all, and use them for His glory. Nothing is wasted in God's kingdom. You might not think you have much to offer. You might be looking at your life this morning thinking, I don't know what I have to offer God. I'm not as talented as them or I don't have as much as that person or I don't have enough to do or I don't have enough money or I'm not talented enough or you might have heard those thoughts in your mind. It's probably the same thoughts 
that ran through that little boy's mind as he brought his little lunchbox before Christ. Imagine if he'd held back what he had. Don't hold back what God has placed in your hands. You don't know what lies on the other side of your obedience because God is not looking for extraordinary. He's looking for obedient ordinary. Because if I can give God extraordinary, then I get the glory. But when I am simply faithful and presenting God with what little I have, when I can say, Holy Spirit, use me as I am, use whatever I have, I'm gonna use this for your glory, then the outcome is on God, not on me. And only he then gets the glory. If you're able, would you please stand with me? And team, you can come back, that'd be great. You know, we don't know what 2023 is going to hold. As we've learned over the past few years, nothing is guaranteed. Every year is full of surprises, full of all sorts of different things that will come our way. However, what is guaranteed is God's goodness and His faithfulness to us in every season of life. And no matter what 2023 is going to hold, no matter what it's going to throw at you, nothing changes the truth that God loves you and He is with you. And you have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the helper, the advocate, the comforter living within you. And this morning as we come to a time of ministry, I simply just wanna ask the Holy Spirit to fill us afresh again with His presence and His power to equip us for every good work that He has for us this year. That as we leave here this morning, we would leave with a powerful reminder that the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives in us. And I know that as New Zealanders, particularly as Cantabrians, we don't really like to stand out in the crowd. We don't like to be different. We don't like to rock the boat, but I wanna remind you this morning, you have been set apart. As a follower of Christ, you are different whether you like it or not, because as Jesus said, the world hasn't received the Spirit, you have. He lives in you and He is God's guarantee, His seal of ownership over you, setting you apart for the things of the gospel and for the kingdom. I'm sorry, that is the truth. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are set apart for His plans and for His glory. And you are different from the world around you. Your thoughts are not the world's thoughts. Your actions shouldn't be the world's actions because you are led by the Spirit of truth. Waging war against the father of lies. So I wanna take a moment right now with every head bowed and eye closed. Let's just take a moment now quietly to give God access to our heads, our hearts and our hands. As we begin this new year, let us again surrender our thoughts, our desires, our plans, our jobs, our tasks. Let us surrender them over to God. Lord, have your way in our lives again. Maybe you're here this morning and you, you've heard some lies from the father of lies and you need the spirit of truth to come. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Holy Spirit, set people free right now. Where the enemy has been standing and accusing, condemning, 
criticizing, pulling your people down. Holy Spirit, would you step in as the advocate and remind them that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Set them free from those lies right now. Holy Spirit, we ask. Spirit of truth, would you come and breathe afresh on every heart right now. Fill us afresh right now with your presence and your power, Lord. Set us apart for your plans and your purposes this year. Lord, let 2023 be a year marked by the gospel expanding, by your kingdom coming and your will be done through our lives and through your church. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in our lives. Lord, sift us again. Bring healing to the parts that need hurting. Correct us where we've been wrong. Help us to correct wrong thinking, wrong mindsets. Would you shift them again and bring a truthful perspective in Jesus' mighty name. Come Holy Spirit. Give us the power to be effective witnesses, Lord. To shine your light wherever you have placed us, in school and work, in our family, our friends, whoever it might be, Holy Spirit. Would you reveal Jesus to people around us through our lives? Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit.